This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Tom Bernard Show with... Co-host Catherine Brandt. L.A. Nick. Alex Brandt-Bernard Rasmussen. Melissa Kirk. Andy Brandt-Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. We're loaded for bear today, ladies and gentlemen. Got a lot of people in the studio, got a lot of guests, got a lot to talk about, and we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Join me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk cars, how to buy them, how to lease them, how to make the most of your money, and much more. What's it going to take to earn your business right now? Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it. There it is. Things could be worse. How? 
You could be you could be dead from a penis enlargement. Oh, Where did that come from? What? <laughs> what are you out of left field? I was looking at my Twitter feed and That's it's a like a billionaire diamond trader has died after suffering a heart attack during a penis enlargement operation in Paris. Well, that'll happen. 65 years operation. old. A lot of An women. A lot of women die from breast augmentation. Oh yeah, a lot. They do. Well, yeah, oh yeah, a lot more than you think. Isn't that how Kanye West mom died? Yep. Yep. No. Yep. Oh, I thought that was a face. I didn't know that. But I know some younger younger women that had it done and, and didn't make it through the anesthesia. So. Well, Anesthesia's yeah, there rough. is some. Oh well, yeah, there is something. There, there are some people that the first time that they have anesthesia, they just literally die. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it's why very, I'm so yeah. scared. It, it is a total surgery. risk. You've never had anesthesia before. Nope. Oh, and I uh, plan to never have it. <laughs> I need some right now. <laughs> because I, I am so deathly afraid to not wake up. <laughs> well, you wouldn't know. Isn't it, I know. Cr- but isn't still. it crazy that Michael Jackson was actually <laughs> taking anesthesia? I know. Yeah, what? For years. How messed That's up can you be? I will profile. He was taking it for years just to sleep. That's so crazy. Yep. That's not good for you. I don't. That's crazy. I've been wisdom teeth and my elbow surgery are the two times that I've had anesthesia. Yeah, I've, wisdom never, teeth. I've never had it either. I was awake for my wisdom teeth out. I was yeah, not. I've only had locals. Well, experts are is. reviewing conditions at a horse track in California. Probably because 21 horses have died in 10 weeks. Jeez. What? So something's going yeah, on over there. Something is amiss, I would say. Yeah, that's... Yeah, two horses a week. You'd think after, like, the second week, they'd They're be like... They're probably jacking them with steroids. I'm sure they are. Hmm. Arcadia's Santa Anita Park. Oh, I've been there. That's oh, a beautiful park. Oh, they've, they've all been put down as a result of training injuries. Oh, wait, no. Oh. Eight horses have been put down as a result of training injuries, while seven died on the track, on the dirt track, five on the turf track. Santa Clara is oh, a nice, Jesus. nice Very track, though. Weird. Mm. They're doing something to them horses. Well, yeah, something's going on over there. Their hearts are probably exploding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is From there, steroids, is yeah. Is there a reason? Are they giving a cause of death for no, any of these? No, they just died. They just died. Well, I know that when like, you overrun a horse on a racetrack... Their hearts can literally explode. So yeah, I like how they had someone come in and look at like soil samples. Like, how about look at the horse's blood? See yeah. how many steroids come out. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> I'm sure they're going to be doing that stuff. They have to. Mm. You would think. Um, well, I'm just waiting for an opening. <laughs> oh my God. I was wondering where Tom was. Yeah. Is, Tom, is Tom not here well, today? I know he just there was out. not. There was uh, still no opening. We're all excited. Yeah, apparently you are. Good Sorry God. Sorry for talking on a podcast. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying <laughs> you, you might want to leave a little little room for the host once in a while. It's all, you know, no big deal. Leave a little loom? Well, Andy, loom? Went, Randy went I right to a story, so we just followed him. I know he did. I did. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell's going on. I have no idea what the hell's going on. But in any case, ladies and gentlemen, so horses are dying, people are... Well, I, look, here's the difference. The horses all die, and everybody gets, con, you know, very concerned about it. But uh, the Machete murderer's got a big smile on his face. He just died at 85, and he killed 25 people with a machete and an axe. What do you mean he's got a smile on his look face? Look at that right there. This is his arrest photo right there. He's got a big smile on his face. Hey! He looks like Ricky Ricardo yeah, on yeah. I Love Lucy. <laughs> he does. He looks like a 1950s film star. He does. Right there. 
He absolutely does. He, he killed 25 people. Oh, and and by the way, toward the end of his life, just a few years ago, he said, I don't remember murdering anybody. Where did he kill him at? What city? What state? Yeah. Uh, no, north of Sacramento. Oh, I never heard of oh. him. Oh. Juan Corona was his name, which Juan doesn't that mean Corona. Johnny the King? Corona? No, that's uh, Crown. Yeah. Yeah, so, oh, well, the, I just, yeah, Johnny Crown, I guess. Killed him with a machete, huh? Killed him with a machete and, and a hatchet and an axe. Uh, I said uh, meat cleaver. Excuse pretty me, graphic. machete and meat cleaver. That's pretty graphic. Yeah, that's a rough way to kill someone. It's pretty graphic, yeah. I mean. I would think, Not the yeah. quickest way to die, being hatchet. Well, just seeing, seeing that happening as you're doing it to somebody would be pretty graphic yeah. in your brain. Do you know how they caught him? No. He was just filling in another hole where he'd buried someone, and the owner of the farm walked by and go, what are you doing? <laughs> well, he, he's lucky he didn't just get killed and thrown yeah. in the hole, well, too. He is lucky. Yeah, you're right about he that. He does look exactly like... He looks like Ricky Ricardo with a slightly thicker jaw. Yeah, he does. He looks like, like a fat Ricky Ricardo. Oh, yeah, he does. No, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> see, I'm going to prison. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's, that's really fabulous there. Nice job, sir. But, yeah, all these things are dying, and all these things are going to die, and I just, oh, my God. The the news has been interesting lately, trying to find, although we did find some uplifting news uh, today. Uh, there are a couple of kids uh, out there. One, one of them saved up for two to three years to buy an electric wheelchair for a kid uh, who couldn't afford one. Aww. And the kid starts crying. And if you can't, if you don't start crying after hearing that kid, there's something wrong with you. Oh, <laughs> and if you could look for that story, it's uh, it's Tanner and yeah, I, have I can't it. remember the other kids. Oh, you got it? Yes. You have the audio? Uh, uh, l- listen to it. It's amazing. Oh, you don't have the Brandon audio. Brandon Qualls is the yeah, guy who was, you was in the, the wheelchair. Audio. Let's see. Tanner recently gave the new wheels to Brandon in front of classmates. They came in and my face just blew up, Brandon said. I was just crying everywhere. I was like, wow, I can't believe he did that for me. At a Tanner, I just felt like I needed to do it. Brandon, he's just always been there for me. Oh, that's sweet. That's where he Aww. starts crying. He starts bawling his eyes. I'm going to start crying. always been there for me. <laughs> I'm going to try to finish a sentence today. Stuff like that makes, stuff like I, that makes my eyes water. Well, I'm telling you, I teared up here. It was the, we had the audio in the KQ Morning Show, and I teared up listening to it. This kid is so happy he's beside himself, and it's just a wonderful. It, there are positive stories out here. I know that most news organizations don't dig for them because they're really hard to find, of course, mm-hmm. which they're not. But there's a lot of really good news in the world, what people have done. You know, and it's not all about, you know, who's an anti-Semite and who should shut her mouth and why do Minnesotans keep, in, keep uh, voting in nut jobs over and over and over again. I don't really understand. Can anybody answer that for me? Why does Minnesota love to vote for nut jobs? I don't get it, Tom. I, I, I don't. <laughs> it's the American way. <laughs> I mean, this Walsh guy, what's he think? He wants 25 cent a gallon tax on gasoline. Like, we can't afford that. People can barely afford to it? fill their tanks now. Where's it going to go? Where's the money going to go? I, I, who knows? That, and he's going to double double your fee on, on tagging your car. Double it. Double. Double. <sighs> so for some people, that's going to be a couple of thousand dollars. I don't know how the normal person could do it. And 25 cents a gallon I mean, tax on gasoline, it's a lot. Did you just say yeah, doubling so tags? Doubling. Jeez, mm. for a new car, it's like 
Well, the Minnesota basically oh. wants to make driving illegal because they want everyone to live in the city. Then they should make the state smaller. Well, <laughs> well yeah. Just saying. Well, the other thing go. is, we, we have to look at our climate. <laughs> we have a very harsh climate. People need to drive. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. No doubt but about if it. you can drive, then you can escape the city, and that means you don't pay them taxes. You know what they should yeah, do? Yeah, well, you do. You do. They should Trust just me. turn... Taxes are everywhere. They should just turn Minneapolis, like Hennepin County into its own state, and then they can make their own demands, and then everybody else just well, lives outside of that. I don't know if you guys saw yesterday there was a, a, a uh, speech of one of our representatives talking about that they're going to give all the illegals driver's license now. In Wisconsin, yeah. yeah. And, and in Minnesota, no. too. Oh. And, and, uh, I thought they already did. No, no, they, they had municipal IDs, but now they want to give them state driver's licenses. And the lady, a, uh, a reporter, or actually another, another representative from a different state said, are you, uh, is this mean that you want to turn Minnesota into a sanctuary state because you're using state driver's license? And he goes, well, it's up to me. Absolutely. But that's not what this bill is gonna, would do. But, yeah, they want to make a sanctuary state and... Make it legal for anybody, criminals or anybody legal, to live here without any repercussions. Well, that's why we're leaving. Expand that voter base. Yeah, it's all—it's all for pandering for votes. That's all it is. Yeah, it's all—they're buying votes. They're saying, if you vote for me, I will give you money. That's literally buying votes. I'll look the other way that you're illegal. (laughs) They won't give them money though. That's the thing—they—they pretend like they're going to give money, and then they just take it all anyway. Yeah, it's all crazy. But you're right. We, we Minnesota elects the craziest people. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. We have a long history of it, too. It, it's un- We elect every nut job that comes down the road. Walter Mondale would be number one. That guy's crazy. And then yeah, Now they're going to name, what, a park after him or something? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Walter Mondale got his ass handed to him in the presidential election, and he's nuts. Why would you want to name a park after him? We like losers. <laughs> then you had, then you, uh, had old, he, then you had old Jesse. Jesse Ventura. You have Ilan Omar, who's a uh, raging anti-Semite, but they're forgiving him. Oh, you know, other people say anti-Jew things too. What's that got to do with it? Jesse's looking better and better these yeah, days. Honestly, God, yeah, honestly, Jesse, Jesse is looking better. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> he does. It's true. Honestly, he wasn't but, even. I mean, he wasn't a bad governor. He was just. Just crazy. He was just crazy. Yeah, it was just a. He was too much of a character. Yeah. He wasn't even crazy. He was just too over the top as a character. What I like is if a guy trying to get on the Supreme Court, if a woman suggests he may have done something to her, then he should be doomed to hell. But if a woman comes out and has a picture of our U.S. Attorney, uh, not U.S. Attorney, excuse me, Attorney General, dragging her off a bed in a and. and and says over and over again that the man abused her physically, but we elect him to be the state uh, attorney general. I don't get it. What the hell's wrong with us? I don't get it. And I, I, I what's funny? Here's the funny part. I can't meet anybody who says they voted for these people. <laughs> like, no, I, I know. ask everybody. I, I did you vote for this Omar? Like, nope. Who did? Who voted for? I don't know. I just, you know, it's really funny though, LA Nick, because I've invited uh, Governor Walls on, I've invited both senators on, I've invited all these people, and none of them even respond because they know that I'm going to ask them about pandering. Yep. 
and they just I'm not going to try to put them on the spot or whatever. I'm going to say, do you think there's pandering for votes? Because there so obviously is. And they will not come on the show because of that. Well, Minnesota's, I think, one of the worst states for pandering. They just say yeah, anything no to get your vote. Mm-hmm. And that, no this, this perfect it. example, that's this Omar lady, she just literally bust in every Somalian in Minnesota to vote for her. And, yeah, she did. You know, yeah. right there's 25,000 plus votes, and she gets elected. Well, you got Ocasio Cortez in New York. Uh, her her handler transferred about almost a million dollars into a quote dark account. Yeah, well, she might be in trouble. I would hope so. Yeah. She and Ilan Omar. You you gonna run around and keep talking about how Israel? Why do we have to pledge allegiance to Israel? It's like, what are you doing? What do you think was gonna happen? By the way. The woman's been saying these anti-Semitic things, from what I understand. I don't go on Twitter, so I don't know. But apparently she's been doing it for years. There's a couple, true? Tom, that are over the top, that, that, oh, are, that are like almost terrorist stuff, like ISIS stuff. Oh, that's nice. That's good. Andy, uh, how much time do we have? Two minutes. Okay, I, was, I thought so, but I wanted to make sure that I hit the timer right. But, yeah, I, I just, uh, look... I don't think you can, on one hand, condemn somebody to uh, to the end of their career and ruin their lives over a rumor, but when there's actual truth, you won't touch them. What is that? I don't get it. It's just, I don't get it. It's something in this state. I don't get it. Yeah, this state is really bad. Well, first of all, the the rest of the state, other than Duluth and Hennepin County and Ramsey County, the rest of the state's pretty conservative. There's a, there are a couple of spots, you know, you know, here and there, but not many. So it's basically the metro against the rest of the state. The metro has three and a half million people, and outstate has only two million people. That's so, the problem. You know, that's the problem. They're gonna they're gonna get anybody elected they want to get elected, and they've been so poisoned by this whole. Like I said, it's a long history and, in the state of these people. And this 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 election in this last midterm, it's not even who's running, it's vote for anybody that's not Republican. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't yeah, even exactly matter right. who they are. Just vote for them. Yeah, I get. Well, it does and it doesn't matter who they are because nobody knew who any of these people were before they voted for them. Nope. Obviously. They had no idea who these people were, but they voted for them anyway just because they're a Democrat. That's not the Democratic Party. It's not liberal, it's not progressive, and it's not tolerant. All the things you claim to be, you are not. Just like the people on the far right who claim to be these wonderfully religious people. No, you're not, because you condemn... Hearing people say, my mother's going to burn in hell because she wouldn't accept Jesus. Really? That's that's being really, really religious and really having a lot of love and faith in God to save your mother. Your mother's doomed to hell because she she (laughs) didn't believe in Jesus. So the God you believe in must be a pretty tough... I wonder if God, the God they believe in is Juan Corona. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense to me. I, I, are people that stupid? That's what I'm becoming. You know what, Tom? That people you are what, literally Tom? that stupid. People are that stupid. They really are. No, yeah, they never underestimate how dumb people are. Mm. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's really, well, I'm well, serious. It's true. I, hate, I know. I know. You're absolutely right. But all right, we'll try to brighten things up. On a lighter we'll, note. Well, we got to come back in a couple of minutes. <laughs> on, a, on a lighter note, <laughs> my blind horse I adopted is doing phenomenal. Blind oh, that's horse. Great. And all the other horses are taking care of her, showing her around. She finds the water trough perfect. Aww. It's really sweet to watch. Aww, that's sweet. It really that's is. It's heart. Sweet. It's it's heart wrenching to watch that she's doing so well. I'm glad to hear it. 
We will be right back. Tom Bernard. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom here. Over the years, you've heard me go on and on about my eyes and how great I've been treated by the folks over at Whiting Clinic. Well, it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States and the trusted LASIK provider around these parts. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts that they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. For a limited time, mention my name and receive an additional $300 off your LASIK. That's $300 off Whiting Clinic's already low price for LASIK. Trust your eyes to Twin Cities LASIK experts. Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020 and don't forget to tell them Tom sent you. Offer expires March 31st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. Well, having the rest of the month of March off, we're back. <laughs> the hell what was, was going that? On? We're having technical difficulties. <laughs> Why? Bo- I don't the know. Board went out. Now. We had to restart the tower because it, like, all of a sudden the board uh, just went down. I figured it was something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've been getting a lot of texts from people saying, "What happened to the podcast? Where's the podcast?" I'm like, "Okay, well, I'll you ask." Got one from Joe. <laughs> he got one from Joe. Joe. His I'm phone is blowing him. up with exaggerating. Joe was the last. Yeah. Shut up, all you, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Joe was the last one who texted me. That's what popped up and, on the screen. And the first. And the <laughs> only. All right. The one listener. Oh my goodness! That was that was not nice. That was a little too far, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little overstepping the there. I can take more days off. Sounds good to me. Oh, it all works out in the end. Well, um, you'll so- be happy to know that R. Kelly didn't uh, didn't do it. What happened was. The parents handed their children to him, I know, I, so he had no choice. I was just going to bring it what? up. I just they were what that these parents sold their children to R. Kelly. So um, he says well, he's not guilty because the parents oh gave Lord. their kids to him. Oh my god! So he's not. It's oh, not he his fault. Could have said no. No, nope. <laughs> you can't know? say no. It's what? still illegal. <laughs> Either way, you can't sell children to people. Oh, he's just deflecting. What? He's just a moron. Uh, He's he is an imbecile. There's no special. question about it. He was sobbing though when he was in, interviewed by Gail King. He started crying. Hmm. And you know that I already been on trial for that, and I was found innocent. Uh, I was like, oh, how God. old were these women? He married a woman when she was, I believe, fourteen oh. or fifteen. Is he from the, the youngest one is twelve. 
Oh, God. Oh, my God. And this guy's being interviewed on network television. Unbelievable. Unbelievable the different differing borders that people have, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's a, I'm, do you wonder why no one watches broadcast television anymore? It's ridiculous. It's not good. It, it's, I, what I don't understand is I know what ABC, CBS, and NBC is trying to do with their news programs and all the rest of it. They're trying to get a much younger audience. It's not going to happen. You can pander to them all you want. You can kiss their ass. All, it, they're not going to watch your news. It's never going to happen, so let it go. You may as well super serve an older crowd because they have all the money anyway to buy commercials. Why don't they just you know, do like stories about the truth? Well, that would be good I telling know. the truth. Very refreshing. You know that we got a call this morning. Very nice, man. He's an over-the-road trucker. He said that the KQ Morning Show is the only centrist morning show that he can find anywhere. Sounds is that unbelievable? Right. Why aren't there more centrist positions going, I don't, you know, look, there's some good things on the left, good things on the right, bad things on the left, bad things on the right. I'll stay in the middle. And could you people just get it under control? Because their reaction to everything is... Uh, a congressman said this, and then the other party said, well, they've got no credibility whatsoever. You can't agree on anything. It is the most childish attitude, like infantile attitude I have ever seen in this country. I think that uh, moderation in all things was something that was, you know, a, a really good goal for yeah, many, many yeah. years. And I think that just, you know, it just it had its time and now it's extremism in all things. I think it's just the trend. Oh, it's po- yeah, it's polarizing so. right now. Oh mm-hmm. God, yes, it really is. It is unbelievable. Yeah, that's and people. Anything you do, if you're if you agree with me in my politics, then then I will defend you to the death. Even if you they have a picture of you cutting a baby's head off. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. As long as you agree with me, then I'll defend you. Uh, what? I don't get it. I'll never get it. I gave but, up trying uh, to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good move. Just give up trying to, to get the whole thing because it's just impossible to do. I, I see people on television because once in a while I will dial through all the stations and all that. And I see people saying the most idiotic things. And you can tell by the, the their body language and their facial tics that they're lying. They're so bad at it. You can tell that they're lying and nobody seems to care. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I just don't understand. When are we going to get back to serving the people? Not lining your own pockets. You know, Andy was talking about this yesterday. There were packs, then there were super packs, and then there's this pack and the ultra pack. And it's, they will figure out ways to pocket donations well, that's, for the rest that, of their life. That's the whole reason why you're getting these crazy people in these no positions question. because they're yep. getting people. Are saying, they're getting mega rich. Yes, they are. Mega they are. rich. It's true because now they because of what did you say, Andy? Super PACs they can keep that money. Yep. There's no law against them keeping money that comes from a super PAC. I think what that, I don't understand is if I if I run for office then and I get I, I take all the money I can. Oh, give mm-hmm. me all the money from a super PAC and then I just drop out of the race. Yeah, and you keep the money. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. That's what people it, do. That's that why can't there's be legal. That's why there's dozens and dozens of presidential candidates now because they all get rich. They all get rich. Well, but even the exactly ones that even the ones that get elected, like if you look at their net worth when they were elected, and look at their right. net worth four years later, mm-hmm. it's from like it's not even a, like it's it's literally from they're worth two hundred thousand that they go up to two hundred million. Like how did they get to that <laughs> point? Jump. 
Like, I know. what are you doing? Like, how are you getting this money? You're a civil servant. <laughs> Which, of course, means they're bought and paid for, too. So that's the other thing. They have to vote certain people's way, the people that gave them money through a super yeah. PAC anyway. So they're beholden to these people, so they have to vote for whatever those people want. Yeah, the system is set up to corrupt people before they even get in office. That's true, yeah. That well, look at true. the crazy bartender girl, Cortez, or whatever her name is. She just got $20 million from Netflix. She did? Yeah. I thought oh it was 10 No, actually, that's not, no? that's not the real story. No, the real well, story was that Netflix invested $10 million on a documentary over four or five candidates. They didn't give them any money. Oh, they didn't. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought well, she why got was her... it reported they gave them? Because uh, Well, Nick, that's news. the way it was reported. Yes, that's what it I heard. Was, that's the was, story was, I was yeah. told. You're right. On Network I, I News. It up. Yeah. Yes. They're wrong. What do you know? I know. It, the whole thing is just... They fabricate a lot. Uh, Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. And, they just, and, they, and you know what? The new trend is they tell you a story, and then they say, this is this is unverified at the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> it was unfair. It's like, it's why the, are you reporting massive, it? massive, huge headline, like, the earth is ending. But this, yep. And at the end of a 10-minute story... They they say in real in real soft words this is an unverified story or allegedly yeah mm-hmm. like, could well, be why not. you tell me then <laughs> if it's not if it's not real why are you tell me the story I agree completely and as Ralph Basham said yesterday this Ocasio Cortez and her green new green deal or whatever the hell it is and the climate and we're all going to be dead in twenty years Ralph Basham said okay well I just use their criteria to come up with the fact that if what happens, this disaster that they think is coming, if it actually happens, instead of our current weather, Minneapolis will have the weather of Des Moines or Kansas City. How is that going to kill anyone? I don't know. <laughs> what well, was great last week of that picture of her eating a big old hamburger? Yeah. <laughs> she had like this chipple hamburger. She was eating it and somebody snapped fraud. a picture of her. Yeah, it's always do what I say, not as I do. Well, yeah, it looks like she's a big in tr- getting in big trouble for campaign. Well, well they were like trying it. to ask her questions about that yesterday when she was walking out of the, some building, and she literally head down and like 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 Tom said, that body language of just pure lying. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. It's that body language and the facial tics. It's like, oh, they're lying. Yeah, no doubt about it. And this is a woman. I grew up in the Bronx. No, you didn't. You grew up in Westchester. How hard was that to track down ABC, NBC, and CBS? How hard was that to figure out? You didn't want to figure it out, well, did because you? Because they don't get off their butts and do any reporting well, anymore. Plus the fact they don't want to uncover their, their parties uh, little wrinkles. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and I'm not even a Republican. That's what pisses me off the most. I'm not a Democrat nor a Republican. I'm just getting really tired of these people running their mouths, and they don't even know what the hell they're talking. Climate change is not going to kill us all in 20 years. Well, it's not going to happen. Not in it needs years. to get better. Yes, I'd love to live on a much cleaner planet. I agree with that completely. But stop lying to people and frightening them into sending you money, which is what they're doing. But they like it that way. I guess they do. But, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. What we need to do is get, go over to India and Africa and China and say, stop polluting so much, damn it. I tell you, China, people don't, real, people don't realize what China's doing as far as polluting. They're dumping everything. Everything. Yeah, that's absolutely right. But apparently uh, we people here in Minnesota are the worst of the worst. Yeah, okay. <laughs> our, ca- our cows. <laughs> Catherine and I go for, you know, dog walks. We walk Jude. 
as we go along, she's got dudes, so I, if there's any trash or plastic, I pick it up. You know, I don't want to pick it up because I'm going to spit all over it or whatever, but I do pick it up anyway, and I throw it away or I recycle it or whatever. If everybody would do that, instead of letting your dog crap on the sidewalk and then just walk it away, that'd be great. Where did the selfishness come from? That's what I want to know. The, the selfishness right now in America is crazy. What is that? Well, it's part of, It's part entitlement. People feel like they're entitled to yeah. and that they're better. A lot of entitlement going on, in, especially in the yeah, cities. Yeah, there is. You're absolutely right about that. It, it just Look, I will tell you this. I, I balance it out as much as I possibly can because I don't want to come off as some angry guy. I'm, just, I'm not angry. I'm just frustrated. I don't hate anybody. I don't hate far lefties, far righties. You know, I, I don't agree with anything they have to say, and I think they're all nuts, but I don't hate them. How you can jump from zero to hatred, I don't understand. Well, How does a, that happen? Hate's a pretty strong word. Yeah, it is. And it's also a, a strong emotion. That's apparently. what I'm saying. It's a pretty strong emotion. I, I don't personally yeah. hate anything. I mean, I hate, no. I hate cancer and hate you know, certain yes. things. But you know, I don't hate a person. Even people I, don't, no. I truly don't like, I still don't hate them. We have Jesse Roberts on the phone. Oh, Jesse Roberts is on good. I'm glad to hear that. Yes. Because we just, uh, um, yeah, I just want to bring this up very, very quickly. Thank you very much. Jesse Roberts, how are you? I'm good. Yes. I was trying really hard to stream you guys live and listen to you on my drive in, but I had to stop just a few minutes before. So I'm going to have to, like, go back and try to catch up. All right. Well, that's, basically, it's just trying to understand why these politicians line their own pockets and don't serve the public. That's pretty much what we've been talking about. So, I didn't miss much. <laughs> no, it's the same as it's <laughs> the same as everything about else. About an hour and a half. Oh my God, Jesse! Awesome. It's just it's just overwhelming well, what no people will do. In my, uh... <laughs> no, be none. I got to hear the no, earlier. <laughs> do you? Did you? No, this back road. <laughs> you what? I said now. I felt like there were crickets there. <laughs> no. There are no, no crickets there. Don't worry about a thing. Back roads, okay, boss yeah, lady. Hap- happiness ain't a side hustle. Straight talk on creating the life you deserve. Now, who decides what you deserve? Do you decide what you deserve, Jesse? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it's each one of our obligations and responsibility to ourselves to decide that. And Mm -hmm. um, too often everyone um, ends up trying to like just some weird race that they like feel like they're competing and going against. And that's just really not even necessary. Like, it's just just not what I deserve. Like, I don't know if you got a chance to read the book, but I talk about the fact that, you know, um, I really wish I could have an in-ground pool. I think that's like what rich people have, but mine's a gross, <laughs> mine's above ground. It's like when you buy at the, you know, like the Broadway store or Costco, and I don't okay with that. Like that's that's happiness to me. So yeah, well, you get to decide. And I certainly understand that. I, I, I agree with you completely. Whatever. Here's what people don't understand. I think Jesse is whatever makes you happy. I'm happy for you. If you're not hurting anyone else and you have an above-ground pool or you have a pool that you made yourself or whatever, I don't, it makes you happy, I'm happy for you. Why wouldn't I be? I don't know. It is super weird. I do find, you know, I'm in the apparel and boutique industry, uh, but I love all types of small businesses. I have a huge heart for 
uh, the mom and pops in Main Street. But I see people constantly, like, over-exaggerate their accomplishments. And I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, why are you doing that? Like, I'm totally happy with where you're at, even if it has, like, two less zeros than what you just said. And so I think it's just, like, a, a comparison thing. And I don't know if that's because of social media. You know, yeah. people are yeah. feel obligated to, like, make sure that everybody likes everything. And so, to me, that is, um, it's really sad. It's such a, a bad communication method. You know, it's amazing. We had yesterday, I, by the way, I need to take about a, a, just a couple of minute break, and then we'll bring you back for the entire entire segment, if that's okay with you. Does that work for you? Awesome. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just want to mention quickly, we had a guest yesterday, Ocean Robbins. His grandfather started Baskin Robbins ice cream. His father walked away from it and said, I don't need all that money. I don't want to live that life. And and, uh, he walked away from a billion or billions of dollars. He had Ocean Robbins, his son. They lived in a one-room log cabin on a tiny island and could not be a happier family. They walked away from a billion dollars minimum and Ocean said yesterday, I'd rather make a billion people happy than have a billion dollars. It's one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my life. It was wonderful. We will be That's right back. Bad ass, Jesse Roberts. Actually. I really like it. Yes, that. really. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> really badass. You're right. It's very badass. We'll be right back. More with Jesse Roberts, ladies and gentlemen. Backroads boss lady. Happiness ain't a side hustle. Straight talk on creating the life you deserve. Back with Jesse. Just a couple of minutes. Tom Bernard Show. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here. Hey, let me ask you, do you know me because you recognize my voice or my face? Good question, isn't it? Let me ask you another one. What do you think when I say priority courier experts? Do you know them because you recognize their trucks or do you know them by their name? Well, let me tell you something you might not know about my friends at Priority. 485 local drivers, 85 office staff, 37 million deliveries since 1997, and an opportunity for you to join their company. Drivers, you can join the fleet in your own vehicle or lease to own one of theirs. Or you can join the office staff and earn the most respectable pay in the business with 15 days off in your first year. Medical, dental, matching 401k, and a genuine chance for advancement. Just ask Samantha, who started as a customer service rep and is now operations manager. Over 5,000 Minnesota companies rely on Priority. Because every time you call us, we deliver. Join the team today at Priority.com. That's Priority.com. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Backroads boss lady. Happiness ain't a side hustle. Straight talk on creating the life you deserve. Jesse Roberts, our special guest. Jesse, I want to turn it over to you. I want to hear how did this all start? Uh, where oh did this God. come from? That makes me nervous. No, I mean, the whole idea (laughs) of straight talk on creating the life you deserve, happiness, you know, happiness. Well, I actually didn't uh, have the intent to write a book that wasn't Mm -hmm. um, like something I was like, oh, you know what I need to do? I need to 
have this awesome family and amazing community I created and run a business and just read a book. Um, they actually approached me, and originally it was going to be a business book. And my co-writer, who is fabulous, um, he's a many, many times New York Times bestseller, he really encouraged me to become vulnerable and to talk about things that matter to more than just business owners. They had actually appealed to my community or just to people in general. Um, I'm kind of a no-bullshit girl. I'm, I'm super, um, I'm all about that hard truth and being real. And so I felt like it was time to, like, write a book that could accomplish both giving some business tips. But all the time I would read business books because I love to read. And I would read and go, I don't really have any of these resources. Or I'd have to Google or look up in a dictionary what all of these words meant. And so I wanted something that people could, like, read right then and actually have, like, tangible things that they could use in their life, their relationship, their business, you know, spouse, kids. It didn't matter. It was just, like, good stuff that worked. And so it developed into that, which is kind of crazy. It was just not what I expected. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, first of all, it's rather interesting. I, I'm assuming, just from reading your, your biography, you grew up in West Texas, and then did you meet your husband and then move to Idaho, or how did that happen? Well, there's a there's some really good parts in there that kind of walk you through that. Um, but I did grow up pretty much all over the state of Texas. I had oh, okay. a pretty rough childhood, to say the least. Um, it's a lot easier for me to say that I'm a West Texas native uh, because, you know, like, you don't want to give everybody your, your whole Pandora's box at once, you know? <laughs> no. So, no, no. Um, I, right? Like, seriously, like, mm-hmm. who wants to hear, like, oh, this is like, well, actually, I was in my foster care. You're like, you know, like, you don't do that. So, uh, the book gets into that, but for the biography, it was easier. Um, however, I was actually in the automotive industry for most of my adult life. And I was recruited to Idaho in my early 20s. And I lived in Idaho and actually worked at a car dealership when I met my husband. And um, and then we moved to Texas for a couple of years. But he was like, oh. I don't want any of that. He's like, I miss all four seasons. There's like mountains and things called trees in Idaho. So let's head back <laughs> up there. <laughs> and you said fine. No I was problem. a gypsy. He was like... Uh, Nah, I'm a farm boy, and I'm not interested in, like, all of this wind. This is too much. So Did you, did you grow up in I the city? Idaho. or did you grow awesome. Yeah, I understand. Did you grow up in the city, or, so, or where did you grow up? I grew up in both. My dad was in the Air Force, but my mom actually um, kind of hid me from my dad. And my mom and I were homeless. Mm. We, my mom was always kind of on the run. And so we would go wherever she could hide me and hide us. And so we lived in cities as big as Dallas and Fort Worth. I lived in San Antonio, but I also lived in towns that you had to travel to go to school. And as soon as CPS or DHS would start to figure out what was going on or where I was, we moved. So it was kind of all over. I lived in Ball. So is New Plymouth, Idaho now? Um, oh, sorry. 
I was just going to say, I actually lived a considerable amount of my childhood in a non-Caucasian uh, neighborhood, and I'm super mm-hmm. white. So um, I grew up with... <laughs> no, I just mean, like, I, like, I'm, like, I look like an Irish girl, and then I've got, you know, I lived in mostly black neighborhoods growing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand so that completely. It's a little bit of a so- culture difference. <laughs> Do you, because you were, you did move around so much from place to place to place and whatever, is New Plymouth, Idaho kind of like a, a respite for you? It's like, oh, there are 1,536 people here. I can probably get along with most of them. This is kind of a nice, peaceful life. Is that the way you look at it? I, I think that's what I thought would happen. You know, mm-hmm. I had this, like, babysitter club dream of moving into this town and everybody was going to like, oh, there's this awesome new girl just going to start this business. Instead, they're like, you guys know that we don't like new people, right? And um, as much as I was like, I was like, oh, this is so awesome. We're going to kumbaya. And they're like, nah, we don't like you um, because we're different. <laughs> and so it was, I thought, oh, I'm going to come here and retire, and I'm going to bring this awesome business to my community. And you know, I think that happens everywhere. Like, you just, I had this dream that it was going to be, you know, friggin' Norman Rockwell, but it wasn't. It was really difficult. And I still sometimes feel like I'm an outsider, but I'm just refusing to listen. Like, I'm like, I'm just going to keep giving to y'all and your community. And you know, hopefully one day somebody will be like, want to sit by me at the football game? You know, but it just, it is what it is. And so I had to build my own community. And that's part of what, um, when I talk mm-hmm. about creating the life that you deserve, I didn't get any of those things. So I had to make it. You know, now I have 2 million women that tune in to watch me on Facebook every week. So that's my reach just on Facebook alone. And those women love me and support me and they're like me. And they love having a place where they can come and feel beautiful and not, you know, feel like they have to be something that they aren't. They can actually just enjoy being, you know, their little bad, sassy selves. And I love that. No, I can understand that. I, I think that doesn't it's, mean it's everybody hates me in town, but... <laughs> no, no, I know. I understand that completely. I, I like the fact that your mother would not give up. She kept moving you from place to place to place to do with you what she wanted to do to protect you, and she never gave up, and therefore you're uh, the same way, the back oh, road, the uh, boss lady. You're like that too, right? Um, so yes. far from the truth. My mom was oh, mom. the law. My mom was not. Oh, I thought she was hiding it from your father. No. My dad spent oh. the majority of my childhood looking for me, and um, my mom moved from strip club to strip club. She was a champagne and inhalant addict. She was not at all something that was good. And so, although, to point back to what you were saying, I personally decided that I would never allow that to be in my life. And mm, okay. I never wanted to be, oh, my gosh, that Jesse, she's so good with a little asterisk. She's awesome for a girl who is a survivor of sexual abuse. She's awesome for a girl who was homeless or had a drug addict parent. But I don't I don't want that. Like, I want to be awesome because Jesse Roberts is effing awesome. Like, no, not yeah. because of all those 
I refuse to live with an asterisk. And I didn't say that you put one on there. I'm just saying, like, it's definitely no, something that made me who I am today. I, I do like the fact that that it, that came up because I think most people got the impression that you were trying, you and your mother's trying to hide you from her, your father because of something he did, and it turns out the exact opposite. She kind of kept you as right. ransom, I guess, in a way. It's amazing. She did. I mean, she really wanted that dad support, and that was really the only time that I came up. My dad actually kidnapped me twice when I was younger, and you know, the court system was a lot different. 30 years ago, 40 years ago, right? So, they, you know, like, just mom and dads and single moms and stuff like that, it was just, it was just wasn't the same. But, you know, we were running because as soon as somebody would find out the abuse that was happening, my mom had to get out of town. She had to, she had to go somewhere new. So, it's, um, it sucked, man. It was, it was, uh, I'm trying not to cuss because I'm kind of a potty mouth. So, <laughs> <laughs> really? It was shitty. Like, it was really shitty. So, yeah. Hopefully you can bleep those things out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'll be fine. No, don't worry about it. I like the fact that you took all of this then, and it's even really much more interesting where the mother is the bad guy in the story, and the father's just trying to help out, can't find you, all the rest of it. But then you step up instead of going, oh, poor me, and you, I've been through hell, and oh, my God, you should feel sorry for me. You didn't do that at all. You started your own business. You're very successful. you got 2 million viewers a week. That's, that's terrific. You took that. So you did this by yourself. You, you became who you are by yourself, pretty much. Is that true? I, well, I mean, I, it would be rude for me to not give credit to all of the different people in my life that made impressions on me, both good and bad. And I try really hard to make sure that I'm aware of the impression and the memory that I can put into a child or an adult's head. So, I, I mean, I appreciate you saying that. I just want people to know that, like, you actually do have a choice. Like, you have one freaking life, and you get to choose, like, who you want in it, who you don't want in it. And even when there's really sucky people that you don't like, that like ex-husbands and baby daddies and things like that, that you know you kind of got to keep them in your life, you still get to, to choose how how who you let in your heart and who you let in your mind. Like that's 100% up to you. And so I want people to get that. When I first started the book, I hated the cliche, you know, Jesse can do it, anyone can. Because it just seems like, you know, it, it's right. that. It's a cliche, right? But mm-hmm. I had to start embracing it. And I had to start going like, okay, yeah, like, you've been through some really bad stuff. But everybody's pain is the same because that's the most that you've experienced, you know. And yeah. I want to make sure that yeah. you're able to live outside of that. Like, you don't let it control you forever. I mean, I had an abuser for eight years and I'll be damned if he's going to get any more of that life. Like he gets no more of that for me. So I want other people to have that same power, whether it's a boss, a cubicle, a, you know, an ex, a current, it doesn't matter. Like I want you to be able to take control. 
Yeah, see, that's a great thing. And again, you could be sitting around feeling sorry for yourself, but instead you took it and said, yeah, this wasn't great, but this is what it is now, and it can happen for you too. Obviously, Jesse, I mean, the message that I'm getting from the whole thing is if you can take your childhood and you can be happy, you're pretty much giving the, the message to everybody that everyone can be happy if they try. Yeah, and I think that's the problem is a lot of people don't want to try. That's why I say it's more of a side hustle. Like, I don't, I can't just passively be like, yeah, my life's going to have toys. You know, like, today this Pinterest thing made me inspired. Like, you can't do that. Like, I live my life like a UPS driver, right? I've got, like, I don't need to be inspired to get up and to do my job. Like, I have a route. I have a path. I have, you know, like, determination. And I want other people to do that, too. Like, I want them to educate themselves. I want them to feel empowered. And I also want to say this, because I know we don't have forever, and I'd love for you to call me sometime when we're not on the air if you want to shoot the shit. But <laughs> if, we want books by, <laughs> if we want books by real people, you got to buy books by real people. I mean... No one really expected this book to be a New York Times bestseller, but we are within a few hundred books of that. And, you know, people don't normally get to write books like that, like I do. You've got to be rich, well-connected, have a home improvement show, or be a shark. (laughs) And I'm not those things. You know, I'm like the redneck version of Chip and Joanna Gaines. (laughs) I would prefer that, though. I, the sharks are sharks, and that's fine, and people like it, and I understand why they like it. It's not for me, but uh, there can be sharks, and there can be these other people, and then there can be people like you that just want, hey, look, it, it worked for me. I tried to be happy, and I am happy, and if you try to be happy, I bet you you can be happy, too. I think it's a wonderful message. Thank you. I mean, I'm kind of the mindset that, like, I don't want to be on Shark Tank. I want to be a shark. So, you know, like, I just, I don't know if they want a country girl like me up there. I don't know if they can edit all of this out. Well, that's a possibility. Jesse Roberts, ladies and gentlemen, Backroads Boss Lady, happiness ain't a side hustle, straight talk on creating the life you deserve. And I want you to promise that when your book becomes a New York bestseller, you have to call back. Oh, heck yeah. I'll even, like, send you, like, a fancy, like, autographed one or something. I think it's a magnificent idea. Thank the you, New York Tom. Times I bestseller. Jesse, you're great. Hey, I appreciate can I do you one thing really quick? Sure, absolutely. Um, Tom, I have a um, a manufacturer that I use that is in Minnesota. And she is one of my favorite people. And I just want to give a shout out. If you guys are um, local, go and check out Country Bathhouse. They make amazing homemade bath products. And I think she deserves yeah. that. She just had a grand opening. Oh, she just had a grand opening. Okay, good. Well, we'll, we'll check it out, and I'll report yes. back to you. I'll call you, and you go, hey, Tom, you're full of shit. Leave me alone. Thank you so okay, much. what do you think? No. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Day. Bye-bye. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show.